If you're listening to this right now, then that means this podcast is now available on Audiomack. It's a free music and podcast streaming app that lets you stream and download the hottest albums, mixtapes, songs, playlists, and podcasts, along with their own exclusive shit. Discover the best songs by browsing the trending page, check out the library of carefully curated playlists, and there's one for every mood that you could have. Take your favorite songs and podcasts offline to save your data and listen wherever you are. The train, the plane, it's all there for you. Here to move music forward. Available now on the App Store and Google Play. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Wheezy and today's episode is super fucking important for a few reasons. So I feel like every time I'm out and about, someone will tell me they know me and congratulate me and they'll tell me they don't listen, especially like men, because they don't agree with what we talk about. And, you know, I've actually had a guy like last night say to me at Maxfish, y'all be on that like feminist shit. I don't even, you know, I don't be on that shit like that. So if you've maybe felt that way or you're confused about feminism, today's for you. Today is for breaking down whatever bullshit you thought feminism was. Feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of, you know, equality of the sexes. And it's not the idea that like, TV and society has made where like bitches are hella butch or hating men or lifting up their skirts to show a bush like them white girls was doing on TV. I don't know if y'all saw that shit, but they were wilding. I don't have one of those. I don't actually have hair on my pussy as an act of feminism, but I am a feminist and all of those things don't define me. So I don't want you guys to think that that bullshit standard that, you know, has like propaganda has made around feminism is what we are you know so during this hour we're going to break some of those myths down and basically teach you how to make this world a better place if you have a pussy if you're friends with someone with a pussy if you fuck pussy and if you came out of one so everybody 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 came out of pussy um well that was a really nice prelude to the show wait everyone didn't come out of pussy i came out of a stomach now that i thought about it you're so annoying. Why do you fucking got it? Well, same I was, shit. I was thinking about You that. came out of a you woman's stomach. Mm-hmm. Well, if you was in a womb, bitch. If you was in a womb. She, listen, that pussy got fucked and that's why I'm here. Ew. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm excited about this week's episode, guys. Um, once again, this is Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl, Mandy B. I'm Wheezy. And we do um, have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guest today. Um, before we get started, though, um, I did want to just open up really, uh, just, just shortly um, about what's been going on. Going on with me. Um, this is going to be. We. I know we got a lot to go through. Um, but um, as you guys saw on Instagram, and it meant a lot to me. Um, I have been going through anxiety more than I have ever been. Um, as you guys know, I'm quitting my job soon, and so I think like the closer that I get to leaving my job, look, see, I can't even talk about this, bro. It's so bad. Like so bad for no, you. No, it's really bad. Um, but I did want to bring this on air because it meant a lot to me. Um, I made a post about my anxiety and what's been going on. And it's, it's not only with my job, but even with my weight, I'm having a thing now. Um, but I, but I asked you guys to send me some books, um, on how to deal with this. I've never had anxiety in my whole life. I've quit jobs like nothing. I always felt like I can get like somebody. I just always felt things would fall into place. And I don't know why now at a space where I am in the best place of my life, why 
I have this We're much anxiety. People are scared to fail when they do well. I'm so scared, but of that, and I like, like I said, my weight. I'm now wanting to lose more. Like I'm just having a lot of anxiety about everything in my life. Um, but I wrote a lot of books. Uh, I, I wrote, <laughs> I, I wrote, I wrote to ask about books. Look, this is how like I'm so flustered. Like I'm getting hot talking about this. I'm tr- trying not to cry. But Wheezy, um, I guess saw that I was requesting these. Saw my post about my anxiety, and I got home yesterday to a book in my mailbox. Um, and it was The Four Agreements, which is a book that a lot of people said that I should read. Um, and it was Good. one that I was going to purchase. Um, and literally, I went on live and was like, which one of my friends did this? So I hit my homegirl jazz. I hit my mama. I hit everybody. I didn't think it was your, <laughs> your whole ass because we haven't been in a good space. But I called her yesterday after receiving it. Um, and it just really meant a lot like to I'm have really received glad. that. For any of you guys going through anxiety, if you guys have any... Um, advice or suggestions they're gonna say therapy it'd be great but i think mandy wants anything else like everything but it. um so, so i'm reading books i'm doing that and so uh, the yeah. reason i got you that book and like right so mandy and i were we were arguing this week we're like just For the last two three weeks well we're trying to like figure out you know we're, we're both about to quit so like delegating how this will work is and we're both really perfectionist you know i didn't even realize until my therapist said it to me he's like both of you have curated a tour alone like, you're literally telling me your friends are checking people in, but mm-hmm. you've sold out in all these cities, 12 shows, like, how? 13. 13, my bad. He's like, how can you not expect to feel so much ownership when it yeah. comes to now having a team? You let power go, and you guys have held all your power. And so now you're going to butt heads because you both care about this brand so much. So, like, you know, I really wanted to send the book because I feel like when I'm angry with my friends— I'd be like, bitch, ugh, like if you call me, I'm here. Right. And me and Mandy may not be besties, but we still have this business and I don't want your headspace to be fucked up or you be anxious it's about this so business. Bad. Like literally, so, like, I call her crying and she was like, damn, so who do you know how now? I'm like, bitch, just I've been crying every day and I don't know why. Like I was literally fucking watching TV. Bitch, I was watching Real Housewives of Potomac and bitch, the first Five minutes, I'm just watching and my eyes are just getting it's watery. It's release, bro. Real Housewives. Are you pregnant? No, bitch. Oh. <laughs> First off, a bitch can't even get dick right now, okay? Because I keep missing my dick appointment. Let me turn no, hers up. Look at, I'm, am I pregnant? Don't you dare. And if I was, I'm pro choice. <laughs> that shit is coming out. She said I was pro <laughs> And again, yes. the feminism episode. Um, yeah, no, we got an episode coming up on no, that. But no, I mean, but yeah. the thing is like, yeah, like, even when fighting, I think that you and I haven't done this because like we're so th- this is so much about our personalities and our chemistry. So right. it is hard to fight and do an episode and it come out good. I'm like, OK, well, what's a gesture to social somebody like I know that we're not agreeing on one thing right now, like professional shit. But like this relationship should still be OK. And that's what I'm like basically trying to do with the future of us. Right. When we argue, really make it just that work shit, but not get angry with Mandy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm mad about how Mandy wants something done, but I can't be mad at you. Like, it's just, we're disagreeing on a work project. I've done it my whole life with working, right? right. So it's like, why do we get so personal? And I'm like, really trying my best to like separate that. I love that you're trying to separate that bitch. My therapist also is so good because bitch, I be trying to be all business. I just wrote her uh, an email on strictly business. She wrote me back. 40 paragraphs and everything started with I feel like I feel like and I'm like man but we just trying to talk about business and you bringing in our relationship I just want to talk about business right now but so there is like I feel like the, the, trying to find that line <laughs> <laughs> I like it I'm, I'm taking it all so in so here's the thing mm-hmm. like I'm super emotional 
And I feel like, <laughs> see, Mandy. Okay, I had to be that person, but what are your signs? Oh, I'm, girl, we done. Oh, we, I'm a Pisces. Go we done did a whole goddamn. Mandy's I'm sorry, a Libra. you have. But She's a Pisces. I'm a Libra. Okay. Okay. You Why? Know? What were you thinking? And your head, your head looks nah, like it's... no. Nah, I just wanted. I just wanted to see because that that helped me a little bit. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. just, Does yeah. it? But like. Mm-hmm. For me, I want her to understand because, like, yeah, I want our business to work, but you have to remember, like, my feelings are super invested in a lot of this shit, mm-hmm. right? So and because, to me, I'll be like, bitch, get them shits out. But if my feelings aren't good with her, I can't do business. Like, if I walk into the office and someone cops an attitude with me, fucking done. It ruins everything. And see, to me, I've learned, like, we if we have a common goal at work, and I've played sports my whole life as well, so there's been people that I hate playing basketball with or... I, I did the relay on, on track. And so there's all these relationships that I've had to where my nigga, once we have something to come to, like, let's just talk about that. Take your personal shit out of it. And I've always taken personal shit out of but things. But if we just did a job can, and didn't have to interact, that's different. But it's why I could have sex and still not become I've, emotional. I've like, never had a job like a job, this. Bitch. Me and you, if we don't click, our shit doesn't work. Period. Because like, you, because you be in your feelings. I'm no, you be coming at too, bitch. Okay, anyway, let's talk about feminism. <laughs> nah, so I, have wait, a wonderful, mind so, you, are you, are you straight? Cause I, I don't want to hit on you and make you feel uncomfortable, but you're beautiful. Nah. Y'all, our guests, if you listen, I know y'all be listening to us. Y'all gotta watch this whole. Not hoe. You're not a hoe. <laughs> okay, y'all are not gonna treat me like bell hooks right now. Okay, like all right, you, I'm though, here. Beautiful. So we have a guest in the studio, <laughs> guys. You. Her name is Mars. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? Hi, Mars Lovejoy. Um, yeah. I think in her, I'm. I was thinking about this in the shower. I was like, they're gonna have me try to introduce myself, tell about <laughs> Can myself. Can I be honest? I'm with so you? asked me like, I said, who is, who is she? And I'm like, yeah. yo. I don't know. I just know she's feminist as fuck. <laughs> I no, loved her no, wedding she's pictures. She's lying. This is breastfeeding. She, Rihanna follows that's her. That's all she said. We are having this. That's literally bitch. what she said. I said, who is she? She's like, well, Rihanna follows her. So <laughs> she's like, that's why she got to come well, on the show. You know what it is, though? Like, it's funny when you find someone who's like, it ain't like you have millions of followers or anything, mm-hmm. right? But that like all these industry people follow and you're super chill and there's not like you're you're not a singer. You're not an actor. So you're right. Well, well. Look, she does everything. <laughs> well, we don't know. Yeah. Do you, so tell us, what what do you do or why are you known? Because you do have a blue check, right? What's Come again? Do you have a blue check? No. No, oh. that's not a blue check. No. Okay. So what is it that you do? Um, <clears throat> I don't think they want me to have a blue check. Say that shit. But what are you going to have one for, bitch? That's the thing. <laughs> well, I do. So I started when I graduated high school, I started doing music and I was like full force doing like rapping, singing. For real? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, so I had a little music like moment. I like open for Erica, Wu-Tang. That that's shit. not a little music right. moment. Right. That's not a little music moment. It was, it, okay. It, it was popping. But then <laughs> I... I quickly realized like I had to really and I was young I was like 18 19 and like being that young around a whole bunch of men grown men who've mm. been in this music industry for a long time like trying to make me like a sex symbol and I wasn't there at that like I was like super tomboy like I was looking up to like left eye Missy Elliott you know like I was on yeah, that that's that iconic vibe. right so um so it just I had to learn a lot through that and it but in that like I like all of my friends were making music and I knew that eventually my friends were going to blow up and like be superstars like and they Rihanna are. apparently <laughs> right <laughs> not not Riri but um oh you got a nickname I hate you you bought the shoes I'm but, 
Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so so that's how I started, and then I was acting, and so a lot of people know me from that, and then um, just like being. But you're you know, in every in those, fucking fashion week, so like. Um, now, now, are you work for a magazine, right? So my husband has Office Magazine, Dope. and like I help with that, but um. But yeah, so I've been and I grew up modeling, like ch- being like a child model and stuff like that. So oh. I've been in this kind of industry, and I think, you know, that's why. And the, that's I'm sorry, no, 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 the creative industry, like you can yeah. keep going with more shit. But yeah. I'm also just really glad that you've kind of had that in in the industry um, because with talking about feminism and being in the space where we're at now with the Me Too movement and Times Up and all of that thing, um, and all of the people in the industry coming out and saying how women are treated mm-hmm. and what is expected of women um, at these young ages from you had the girl in. groups and all of that. So you kind of have an end in that. So I'm excited to kind of even touch on that. Um, do you want... Yeah, like, I, I, I only have a few more questions. Mm-hmm. I want to know, I honestly would stand you and your man, like for at least a fucking... When did you get married? A year ago? We got married October 2017. Damn, I've been fucking following you that long? Mm. Okay. Yo, y'all wedding was crazy. You had a cage on your face and shit, bitch. That shit was fly as fuck. I was like, yo. And you know, he got the little year old look. You know, I stand for the little oh, pink he's dick. white? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wanted mm-hmm. to discuss, like, so you met your husband. Mm-hmm. You seem very pro-black. I am very pro-black. Yeah, but like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know you, right? So you seemed very pro-black from your Instagram. Yeah. I'm watching. And then yeah. I was like, oh, shit. But your man's fine as fuck. They get married. It's this dope-ass wedding. Like, how has it been for you with interracial relationship? Like, have you had one before? Mm, not real. Like, I, like, fucked around with some white boys in the past before. But, like, not really. Um... Like Filipino, Latino, Black, like that. I never like had a real white man. So I kind of want to dig into not not dig into it too much, but so I had this. um, I was a part of this conversation on the grapevine, um, and it was about kind of people who are pro-black like mm. the childish Gambino and all these people and then you, and then they, and then like, you are people with ask me someone, that all the time you are with someone who's mm-hmm. white mm-hmm. does like how do, how does that work like I, I can't imagine myself a, as being someone who's pro-black and I'm all here for my kings and then I marry a white man yeah. um, and I think the same with childish Gambino you do everything for the black community the same with um, who's Jordan Peele it, all of these people are so pro-black and then you're with a fucking white woman mm-hmm. and in your case like how does that work and why? Well, I, I don't think understand. I think first of all like it's transparency. Okay. I think you know like <clears throat> for me like I'm not trying to hide anything, you know, and I didn't like even Virgil, you know, like there's these men who like these black men mm-hmm. who like it kind of seems like they're like hiding their partners in a sense, right? Like, mm. Their white partners. And so that's one thing. But also like as a black woman, just my history and like an hour history of like being like, you know, even going back from ancestry and like, you know, being brought here to this country and like being told what we can and can't do and how we can use our bodies and when we can use our bodies and all of and just like being in that space, like for a black woman, like I feel like I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Say that and shit. like and whoever I love and whoever I choose to love and whoever I'm with like that 
like now y'all are giving my husband power like oh she can't be pro-black because of this person I like and that. like mm. and so like and I feel like damn like I here I am doing work in my community here I am being transparent here I am speaking about all of these things yet y'all are basing me off of who I'm with right and that to me is not pro-black say that shit okay. so so I've had a lot of time to think about those things but also like I never thought I was gonna like be with a white man like I, I always I, I always never thought I was gonna fuck a white if I life. end up with one yeah. I'll be shot and, and I always <laughs> like the way so the way I envision my children like my mom and dad are black like like the way I envision my children are you know I was gonna have a little brown baby like so like that you know but also I'm I was in a space like and it's so crazy to be in the engine room because like before I met my husband, I was dating Prodigy and like this was his main this is where he works out of. Everybody <laughs> work up yeah, out of here. Yeah. She was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like I was I've just I was in a space where like you know, I've I've tried, like I've had these like dated women, dated men, like different races. Like I've never even been that type of person to like really trip on like on who I, like you could line all my the people up, like their sex, like their gender is different, they look different, like it's all I different. Wish I was like that. Do you identify as bi or queer? My homegirl just says all my niggas like they put 2.0, 3.0, they're like all these niggas are brothers. Like all all <laughs> all the guys I deal with look alike. Like I have a type. So and like fine. to hear that you're able to like say like listen did, none there's nothing like, wrong with having a like, type though I don't think no like, I don't think no. so either I mean I think when it's a fetish like you know that's I'll a bad thing but nah. I mean that I don't have a type I, well my type ain't really color but they kind of are the same what? I like creative dudes I like tall dudes yeah. I like tattoos I like woke niggas I love when they're like yo I'm on my feminist shit too yeah. uh, uh, that's always been my like yeah. white or black they're always kind of the same okay you know nope my niggas are different I feel like except they look but like I feel like <laughs> when it becomes toxic to you and you're just like you're just resisting against it kind of like that quote that you brought up you know like pretending to be happy in these spaces mm. like yeah. I think I was at a time I had my best one of my best closest friends had passed away and then like I was dating Simon and I was like nah I'm not doing anything like my whole life just changed but he was like nah I'm gonna stick around and I think like being able to receive love like Mm -hmm. whenever it comes however it comes I think that is really important and I think you know a lot of people kind of like you said like you have this idea of what of what love looks like yeah. and in your mind and if it doesn't pan out like that if you keep on trying to force it to be like that then you're not going to be happy mm. I really like that what you just said because someone said to me once like recently with uh, I'm dating two people right Drupal-esque kind of relationship going on and she was like well if it doesn't work out like then maybe it proves that throuples aren't successful and I was like what like I've had love I've had broken up with people and I've considered them successful relationships mm-hmm. not every ending I've had successful jobs that I've ended mm-hmm. you know like not every ending is means that it failed mm-hmm. you know like I am happy with the love I'm receiving right now if it ends up growing into something cool if it doesn't cool like mm-hmm. I, I'm really a fan of leaving like things just happen the way they're supposed to yeah. and what you were saying about people have an idea of marriage. I'm curious to know, because you were like, I told him, nah. Was it casual? Like, how did it start? How did us dating start? Yeah, like, do you feel like you knew when you knew? No. 
Really? I, I was like, this will be a little summer fling or something. Like, I was not, I wasn't looking for Because y'all look in love as fuck. And we are. We are. It's, I believe it's, you. It's real. So, but, you know, I had, like, I was, like, I was dating Prodigy and, like, we had a great, like, we were friends before and we had a great, like, it was it was one of those like really fiery passionate this is amazing but then we crash and burn type mm. relationship you know and so I was coming off of that um, 2016 like was a horrible year for me personally like I lost a lot of people my grandfather died one of my best friends died like so I was in this space where I was like fuck everybody fuck everything y'all got married like, a year later we so we like start like we pretty much like we're like okay we're boyfriend and girlfriend now October 2016 he proposed April 2017 Damn, I got pregnant I got <laughs> I got pregnant like end of August and then that October we got married and then that next April we had the baby wow Fuck. It happens that fast. Where my nigga at? I'm saying, I'm bitch. Falling you been you been telling Bobby no? Oh, no, that's gonna stay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't actually have a Bobby at all. Like I don't have No no no, wh- I'm saying Bobby like white men. No, that's what I'm saying. I have no white men even in the I mean I'm not even mixed with white. Well, I don't and, have ne- white and neither around did me. I. Like it, really? we met at a party. Like we met at one of his parties that my like my black homeboy invited. Like, you know, so it wasn't oh, wow. like, Well, I am going to you, know, lie, you got a very good, like, if no one's ever been with a white guy, like he's like the perfect looking one. He, like he's tatty, <laughs> you know, he got the short haircut. So you like okay. And not for nothing, he's Danish and <laughs> I was gonna say he's and very it's Euro. A, it's, he's very Euro. And like I'm not like I know my history and I'm not like excusing anything, but like White American oh my men, God, yo. it's a, it's different. Like the People way he don't was raised, when I say this, the way he was raised is is it's different. totally different. Yep. I don't know. I'm I'm out of this. So like loop fucking here. white American dudes, and this is the funny thing when people come for me, right? And they be like, I can't believe you be fucking these white boys. I'm like, I'm not fucking these white boys. I'm really not, bruh. I'm just not. I can't do it. So we're actually gonna go a little bit like let's do the vanilla shit after because the kink of the week that we actually found has to do with this type of shit this interracial shit um, Weezy found it. it's called Queen of Spades okay. so for all you white women listening listen up all 27 of you um, <laughs> typically um, Queen of Spades is a married white woman that enjoys sex with multiple two or more well hung black males hmm. at a time on a frequent basis the woman is typically a swinger and engages in sex with the permission of her husband. The wife may maintain one or more steady lovers and refer to them as her boyfriend, her bull, or that she is black owned. Frequently, the husband and wife will film the wife's escapades for future enjoyment. So we've wow. watched like it'll be like BBC cuckolding. I don't mean we've watched. I'm just saying like you know yeah, we, I don't we, be we watching porn with we her. We know about it like that, right? <laughs> we know about cuckolding, but I have never heard of this queen of space. I didn't know shit. that. And people tatted on them, bro. Like they have. Wait, if you, you space tatted on them, type in queen of spades. There's a spades tattoo on the. Yeah. You heard that? I've never wow. heard this shit. It's on their leg. It's on their pussy. Like it's somewhere. So. I was reading this hilarious thread on Reddit about the funniest porn comments. And one of them had to do with the Queen of Spades hat. And I'm like, 
Oh, what is that? And so then I Googled it, and that's how I found this shit. Wow. That is crazy. You know, I'm just going to ask you. People, is that, I made is a that, lot of comments when like we that, first started the show, and they were like, like, you guys are going to run out of shit to talk about. Nigga, there's no way. But literally, we're, when we're she halfway here. through the hundreds right now, and we're still like, I sent her a video. We're going to do it on another episode, but I'm not going to lie. That's why I went to try to find another kink, because I was like, this is too soft for us to do the kink that I sent you today. I was like, we're not going to bring this up in the middle. She ain't soft. Why? Yeah, no, but it's, it's a mess. It's wild. I'll send you the video. Uh-huh. Um, I'll send you the video. It's a little wild. Um, but no, so when she sent me the Queen of Space thing, I was like, here's my question to you, though, because we've talked about this often. Do you feel like it's a fetishism of the yes. on the by the husband or the wife or both? Both, bruh. Yeah. Bruh. That's disgusting. Do you, don't Queen like, of Space, do not have to let niggas know that you're, you like you're black kink men. Shaming. You're kink shaming. I'm kink shaming when it comes into race play. I think that shit is disgusting. So what's crazy is when so I went two years ago to Hedonism it's a it's a resort in Ooh. Jamaica and I, I talk about and I've mentioned this before there was um, a piano night so on the piano night everyone like sits around the piano and the guy on the piano just starts freestyling these songs about the people who are in the audience and it's really fun it's fucking funny as shit and so he asked questions to the different couples sitting around and there was this older couple it was a, a white man and a and a white woman and so she he asks for the purse to go and see what's in her little clutch. In her clutch, there's condoms. So they weren't magnums. They were just like regular condoms. And so the piano guy was like, oh, she must not like goes to talk about the size of him. And the husband immediately said, oh, those condoms aren't for me. They're for her. And they literally go into a conversation saying we're in Jamaica. We know what we're looking for. They wanted a, a, a black guy like to join the room with them. And me and my friends looked at each other like and he said it so confidently in front of all these other couples, but was like, oh, no, these condoms are for her. And it's because we're in Jamaica. What do you think we're looking for? Wow. And they literally came to Jamaica for black men to fuck his his wife. Bro. And it was just like, it's con- like she said, and they said it all open. And she was like, yeah. So if anyone and we all just looked at them like me and my friends looked at each other like this is kind of weird. Like they're literally saying they're here to search for a black mandingo. And I was just like, Damn. and they said it just so confidently. Dog, that shit really pisses me off. That's why, really crazy. That's why more than you know, you hate when I say BBC. I but know. it's not like, no. I know you like niggas, but like the BBC <laughs> shit, I've never seen really with like black people to get like, I don't know. I do like big it's, black hawks though. <laughs> like I don't like little black hawks. I like the big ones. <laughs> I'm just saying, not all black cocks are you don't, don't even, even like say cocks. cocks I don't that's why you just bring it up so BBC bitch okay my bad so but you want that dick I do want that dick you, you have to eliminate the C and K how do we know that dicks are big when we say it like that it's just that dick how do we know dicks are big when we say it like that cause like we we say it and my, our friends know what I mean like did you fuck last night bitch he had that dick yeah. like that's when you know it was like good so if your dick is yo, not referred to who is better it, than us yo black people are the best if there is not a, if there's a C and K added at the end like or what do white girls do when they want to say that they can't say dude. Holy fuck. <laughs> See, look, you already know. It? What? Well, they call know. it the it. They got a, a cock. Cock. No, that ain't cool. <laughs> that ain't cool. That don't sound as good. Don't it doesn't. Lie. So, what's our vanilla shit this week? So, our vanilla shit, for those of you who don't know, um, is our sex in the news conversation. Mm. Just so y'all know, we be doing research or whatever, but want y'all to know that sex is everywhere around us. Um, 
whether it's someone, you know, who got locked up or even if we um, dig into the politics of it. I'm so sorry. I sent this as an attachment. I know. So you can't fucking click on the link. That's why I said, bitch, what's the goddamn can't get a week. Look, (laughs) see, this is what happens when she produces. Oh, my God. Stop. Don't (laughs) put the pressure on me. Okay, so I've been like writing a lot, which is why I'm using like my computer. And I just didn't realize that like I couldn't click on it from here. Yeah. Do you see why our outlines are like so long now? Oh, Bitch, you, you know copy I paste, copy paste. That's just great. Okay, so I found this article mainly because I heard this rumor that this dude sued this chick to get um, her his money back from like not splitting a date, and it was real. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? He so sued her? a nah. Texas man. <laughs> is, she's like nah. Texas sues right. a woman for texting during a first date and explains his lawsuit. Tuesday afternoon, uh, there was big news about a small lawsuit. Brandon Vesmar filed a suit against a woman who he met on Bumble, alleging she had text during the date and uh, she owed him the ticket price of seventeen thirty one. Okay. Guardians Shut of the Galaxy too. No, he's psycho. Um, yeah, the story has largely been treated as a quirky case of a person attempting to correct bad behavior through unusual means. He said, the woman said. I had a very brief date with Brandon that I chose to end prematurely. His behavior made me extremely uncomfortable and I felt I needed to remove myself from the situation for my own safety. He had escalated the situation far past what any mentally healthy person would. I feel sorry I hurt his feelings bad enough that he needed to commit so much time and effort into seeking revenge. I How hope one day the, he can move past this. But small claims... $17.31. Right, but no, what was Judge his... No, no, will be pissed. But that's... Oh, no, for sure. But not only that, like, what was... How much does court fees cost for that? Like, you're going above the $17 for court fees. Duh, like, I, don't know. I do taxes and we be having a call for notices and shit. I be mad as fuck. You I do taxes? I, girl, I yes. I do taxes. Girl, I do taxes. <laughs> what do you not do? I do taxes for hedge funds. <laughs> and so we get like notices from different states. I'm on the state and local side. Mm-hmm. And so we'll get a notice for like, $23.17 and the client will have us call for it and I'm like our chargeable hours are like 200 an hour just for an accountant yeah. so it's just like you're spending $200 an hour for me to call a state about a $20 notice bitch if you don't just pay that shit yeah. so for him to just not take a goddamn $17 loss first of all nah, so she's lucky she didn't die he said <laughs> honestly uh, he <laughs> describes it as the date from hell he said that he didn't think his companion had a particularly bad time I don't know I didn't know that this was a bad date for her I think that this was probably a really great date for her I was really <laughs> nice she seemed to be having a great time until the point where I asked her to stop texting. I bought her pizza, drove her car. <laughs> I thought this was fun, a nice Wait, date. He drove her he drove car? car? I don't know. It, that's what it says. Drove her car. I don't know why. Mm. Maybe it's mistyped. Um, this was a nice, fun date. I wasn't actually interested in seeing her again very early on, but she was nice and the conversation was light. Uh, I feel comfortable to, con- to, con- to continue the date. I don't think this was a bad experience for her. I think this was a bad experience for me. I think what's a bad experience for her at this point is her being responsible for her behavior. Um, He's saying that Mm -mm. basically it was a... Yeah, inappropriate for her to text during the movie. So I'm not going to lie. Like during a movie? during a movie but so here's yeah. the thing with this that's, I mean, that's the money he wanted back he said he said that I mean it is it, it is it, like no, you don't text during a movie bitch I have a business I, I will <laughs> on a date no I, I, I agree I, with on a date texting. I will no I don't give a fuck but I, I don't agree with him but like if you want a movie like nah I'll be and what if the movie was bad you saw Guardians I, of the Galaxy I probably would text during that too I don't know what the fuck that is <laughs> but it sounds like I'm gonna text during well it. then let's go to a movie that we both like that we're not gonna be texting at honestly I am just like really surprised that you can't understand why texting would be bad during a date 
But that's so not during like, a date. That's during like, a movie. But during but a movie, movie is not a date cycle. Like if we're having a conversation, if we're having a conversation over dinner and we're talking, and then I look on my he phone, ask for the that is rude. But if we're in a movie, we're watching the screen, we're not talking. I'm going to bitch. I'm gonna let me check my email because the bitch is busy. I need to see my check. Theater though. Yeah. Well, what's going on? I gotta take a little break. I don't feel good. Interrupting you with an important message from our sponsor today, True and Company, the amazing fucking bra Mandy and I have been telling you about. I actually am wearing it in one of my new pictures on Instagram. It's like a little black bra. So I'll be real with you. I'm not a bra fan, but this shit is so light. I just can't really tell I have it on. I it, People thought it was like a sports bra almost because of the way it fit me, the material and my titties looking juicy. You know what I'm saying? You won't believe how good it looks. Seriously, it's like buttery soft fabric. It smooths you out in all the right places. And what's game changing is that it comes in 70 wire-free options. I was wearing um, a V-neck one in black, but honestly, you'll want them all. They come in scoop neck, convertible straps, all that shit. Um, They've sold over half a million of the original True Body bras. I would love for you guys to try it and tell me what you think. You can use our code, HORRIBLE. Save 15%. Go online, trueandco.com slash horrible. Enter our code for 15% off. Free and easy returns. You're going to love it. Send us a picture of your titties in it. So as we've said um, a lot in the beginning, we are going to get into kind of feminism and what it means. Um... If you guys have not checked it out, I was recently on the Red Pill podcast with Van Lathan and he got into kind of a conversation about patriarchy, feminism um, and being courted. And I like did a deep dive into why I feel like I can still be feminist um, and expect a guy to pay for things. Um, I had one thing that I think you didn't say what did I miss? Well. What did I miss? You said I still believe in the patriarchy a little bit. And I think the confusion with that mm-hmm. is being courted right. is not a patriarchal thing. I've been with women and they've courted me and I've courted women. Like, right? And like taking charge or being assertive. We gotta break like that's not patriarchal thing thing, right? Like you just enjoy someone doing those things for you. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you believe in the patriarchy. So I think that's a very big confusion with that. So but it's not. I because I still do because I still believe which is odd and I know it can go both ways, but if I expect certain roles from a man such as paying the bills, such as being the provider, such as all of the things that I talked about, I still also believe that as a woman, I want to I still want to do the woman roles, I guess the female gender roles of cleaning of um doing the dishes and and being kind of submissive to my man in those aspects of the house because i expect for him to be the man of the house so i still kind of do feel like as a woman even though i'm feminist even though i'm independent even though i have all my own money and blah 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 blah, i still believe there are certain roles that as a woman i want to do and that's why we kind of got into the argument when I mean, we had oh, girl is also like your choice but yeah i do think um for me, I don't believe in that the patriarchy should stay. I think that it's really fucked us over with work. Like, I mean, how many times do we walk in a fucking office building and you count the women in the room? Or even when I get hired in a new job, I'm like, oh, there's a girl here. Like, the patriarchy has really fucked us up. Not only, like, for our personal money, but, like, just the livelihood and sanctity of our bodies with, you know, them making decisions over us. So that's why I feel like I can't say I really believe in it anymore. But I know... 
that I do appreciate a masculine energy, right? So whether that means being assertive and them doing certain things for me, possibly, but I don't want to use those words because I feel like it means they have a greater meaning. I don't know. What are you thinking when you're listening to this? Um, I think, I think you're like, that's, you're valid and wanting, like right. feeling <clears throat> Like wanting to have a man do certain things, mm-hmm. I think, like you said, feminism. I don't, like, it's a choice. Feminism, like, like you choose your own way. Yeah, That's it doesn't part of really it. like Being I personally like. I don't say I wouldn't say I'm a feminist. I like the like the term womanist just because like feminism has like your gender, especially like because it's like really started with white women, like the whole mm-hmm. thing. and like it's excluded a lot of black women, a lot of trans women. Mm-hmm. So like when I think of feminism, I know it's changing and it's becoming a lot more inclusive and there's so many different sectors of feminism, but like Oh no. We talked about that with Jamila Lemieux. Okay. She's um really big on feminism and that was actually one of the conversations we had. Like, how can you view feminism? Um and both of them, um, Weezy and Jamila both differentiated between white feminism and black feminism. Mm-hmm. But to me, the whole idea of feminism is we're all women still. So I guess womanism is more so inclusive like, yeah. of you yeah. feel like everyone. I like that word. Like, I yeah, think there's like a main point that I would like to just make and kind of end it. There's no men here to like sit and bitch about it. But there, I feel like men always want to throw down our throats mm-hmm. that we don't want to split bills. Oh, you a feminist now, but y'all don't want to. And so yeah. here's my issue with that. We already are making 78 cents to the dollar. And that was my argument. And I want to say this one thing to just kind of piece it in and maybe take men and women out of it. If I go out with one of my friends and I make more money than now, I'm generally paying for more of our drinks. Mm-hmm. I have always across the board expected someone that's making more to spend more. And I'll tell you where we also see it. When I was taking people on lunches. And then I would go to lunches with, um, let's say, a boss or something like that. Literally in the guidelines for um, putting in my, um, what am I saying? The word, when you pay. What's it called? When you put in your expenses, expenses. my expense report. It would say, the senior person must pay, right? So I've always just noticed, like, felt like if a man is making more, it does kind of make sense for them to pay. Why? I mean, why have me shell out when I'm still growing? And Van actually, like, and that was probably the only part of the conversation. Van was like, I've never heard it said like that, but that's what I said. I said, as as women, even though we do have the right to work now and the right to vote, and, you know, we're now, our rights of our bodies are being taken away, but we, we there has been a lot of rights given to women at the same breath, in the same breath, we're we're not given the same exact opportunities because we are paid less, specifically as black women. So as black women, we are like damn near at that the bottom the general of the, stat, at, with the with the at the bottom of the totem pole as far as the gender pay gap. And then of course, when you add the race of us being black women, we're paid even less. So it's just like to me, we're sitting here at the very bottom, mm-hmm. and so. If I'm given the opportunity to make less than you, I'm, you know, I'm already put at the bottom. Like, how can you sit here and expect me not to want some shit? And, and that's the thing. It's just like <laughs> recognizing that. And I'll, I'll be honest. I, um, the last person I dated seriously was Jeeves. And he didn't make as much money as I made. And I did find myself pay, wanting to pay for things so that I could do them. 
Like, yeah. frankly, like, I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable if it wasn't in his... That's cute. That's why I don't break, date broke niggas. I mean, it happened to me. I don't I don't want to date a nigga that makes less than me, Girl, but... I ain't even gonna hold you. I went, on, I went to the movies with goddamn Felon Bay, and I she told you... She was y'all. texting the whole time. Look, no, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no. I wasn't texting the whole time. But we got an Uber go, coming back to my house, and it was only a $7 Uber, and I was like, nigga, you lucky, because I would never pay this goddamn Uber with anybody else, but it's $7. And I literally... And I, I even told him, like... We're going to the movies. You're paying for my candy. I don't care if it's a, if it's a twenty dollar box. Mm. Like we're on a date. Like I don't right. care. And he makes a lot less than me. He called me a millionaire the whole time, and I was like, so. <laughs> I mean, I dated this dude. Like I would say, pretty. We hung out like four times a week. We, we went on vacation together. Like I was dating him for about six months. Like quite a bit of time. And there were things that I wanted to do and include him in. And I knew he liked to take me on dates. Like he totally understood that about me. So if I knew he couldn't afford them and I wanted him to come with me, fucking I paid for it. Now, like, was it ideal? Am I way more happy now that I'm with someone that like can do all of that? Yeah, but still. What are what are I your thoughts? What are your thoughts on kind of the split and bill conversation, the courting conversation, but yet still wanting to be a womanist and own own your independence and those things like is there a, is it kind of a, a hypocritical line of it because I know that's that's what I read in a lot of the mm. the comments that I was being a hypocrite to saying I was feminist but yet still expected the patriarchy and gender roles like mm. what are your thoughts on that as someone who is for women and you know moving forward in that I think I mean I'm always the person who's like it's probably a problem, but I'm the one who always wants to pay. Like, I'm the always one, like, nah, I got it. Just, like, that's... I feel like that, too. That's who Where I am. Again, and I can't. I can't, I can't. I can't. And I think think it's a pride thing. It might, it might be a pride thing. I don't know. But it's that's not to say, like, you know, like, you can't get a trick. Like, you can't get somebody to trick on you or to, like, you know, spend money on you or something like that. But, like, for me, like, if we're going out to eat, like, I'm... I don't know. I guess I don't want some not maybe less in a date situation, but like friends or whatever. Like, I don't want somebody trying to like having to hang something over my head like, oh, I paid for you or like, you know, how petty people are like. So I mean, in dates, I don't feel that way. But with friendships, sometimes I do. Right. Like, and it's not that I've ever felt like a friend would do that to me, but I want to make sure that like I pull my weight. Right. And then even to sit with friends that I may be doing I'm just financially better than now. Yeah. I've got to. I don't think just this, this conversation to bring it to friends is completely but, like. Okay, but but, but, but bringing it, it that way, friends thing. Okay, all right. I don't so think dates, it's a friends thing. It's dates, and if you're being with someone, like yeah. that's where courting but, happens. But that's courting the thing. doesn't happen that's, with friends. But, okay. but here's the thing. Facts. We relate right? I, relating it to dates. I mean, to friendships. I think is the point there because we see. What happens in the dynamic when someone is making more or who's treating who? For example, why am I splitting a bill with you when you invited me out on a date? Yeah. That doesn't make fucking sense. No. Period. If you wanted to take me, when I tell my homegirls, bitch, come out with me tonight, blah, 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 and they come out the house to get ready with me, I'm not going to front. I get their drink. Like, I invited you. Now, I if think, we make this decision together, like me and my homegirls, yeah, like, let's go. That's, but when I decision invite someone anywhere, I do that. Period. If I invite you to my home and we're going to eat, I think it only makes sense that I pay for the food because I invited you here. I'm hosting you. Well, that makes sense. But if I invite anybody to do anything, like... I think it's... I don't know. For me, I guess I really haven't been on that. I've dated a, and, like, been on a lot of days but like for the most part it's kind of like especially like the first day is kind of like yeah you're gonna pay I 
think that's a little insinuating. And if it becomes an issue, like I might just pay it and whatever. But then I'm like, I know how that I don't know how you're that gonna, relationship wait, is going to tell you what like I'm saying like if if it, I was put in a situation or his date and there was a date and he was like well do you want to split it or like da 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 and it I was pay the weird whole thing if exactly if, if, if it's like that then I put my card down less like that's it but and now I know I'll never see them again exactly right. and now I know, you know where what we that stand is, that's not as exactly I think and I want to explain this one thing because when it happened to me I was confused remember with the Asian dude I went out with I was like what the fuck is this and it was really that I just didn't find him to be generous or giving enough and I didn't like it exactly because I knew he had money exactly but so there's a and that's, and that's a big me, thing that's a big me thing off. but there's a difference between paying for a date because you're genuinely not interested like because I've always said if I'm on a date and I'm just not having a good time and I don't like the nigga a, a free meal isn't worth it so I'll pay my meal and be like nice to meet you thanks and then that's where we did that but to see but to just pay it just because you're not into it, I don't understand pay what like did he ask you to split the bill what I don't understand your story that you just said with the Asian I thought I I thought I had talked talked about it on the podcast maybe it was only on my Instagram so I went out with this Asian dude remember I was into him like we went on a few dates and when the bill came he would ask for two See no. Oh no. <laughs> See because no, because no. and it and but it this, no. and this, we could both be like even if you have five dollars in your pocket, I have five dollars in my pocket. Like let's figure it out. Actually, like hold let's, on, wait, wait, wait. The first day we went on. Money. My bad. My bad. The I checks, know, but I'm talking about like gen- being generous. It was up here for like. 10 minutes. Nah. And then I realized he wanted to split the bill. Nah. So then Wait, the, what? Yes, the check was just... You there. went on a second date even though that happened because on the first honestly, one? honestly, I was really... The date was that good, bro. No, nah, so I was like... That would negate the entire date. So here's date. what happened. The second date, I brought it up, right? Nah, bro. He invited me out. You ain't bringing it up as soon as y'all left? I didn't know what to do. But I knew I really wanted... Like, I was really into it. Like, yeah. I literally was in the bathroom texting my homegirl about how great it was going. Right. So here's what happens. I go to work the next day. I'm fucking talking to everybody about it. And they're like, yo, this is crazy. Now, he... For one... I could bet my life on it. I know he has money. I've His work is... I don't want to say it because... But no. anyway, he's a creative... There's evidence that he's got money. So this was very strange because I knew it was. I'm like, is he not that into me? Maybe this was friendly. So when we went on the second date, he invited me out for drinks. He paid. I said, oh, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I just thought it was weird. Like the whole sweating bill thing. And he was like, you know, I'm I'm really sorry if that was offensive to you. He was like, but this is just like how I've kind of been. I don't want you to think that I didn't, you know, I'm not interested. And he was like, I paid for the drinks because, you know, I just didn't think about it. But normally when I have a meal with someone, I do split it. And he was like, I just, that's how I've been. He was like, I'm disgusted. Bringing that's, up. My face is probably showing on YouTube. <laughs> I'm this, this just, honestly, I mean, it, you could be disgusted. My face is like, it smells in here. It like, is what it is. Ugh. I, I wanted to up. see him again and I wanted to figure out what it was. Obviously, I, it, I couldn't keep going. To me, it's less about you having money and more about you being generous. Yes. You know, That's because you mind. like if you don't ha- like you could have ten dollars in your pocket and like we're going on a date. But if you spend eight of those dollars and just like me knowing that you spent that those eight dollars like that shows something. That's why when I was dating Jeeves, the shit that we would do together and the dates he would take me on, like I was so impressed, like everything that I would want to do. Maybe I wasn't fucking eating escargot, which I love, but I mean, he was... It was actually cheap in Paris. I mean, yeah, but 
That's because body. It may be hamburgers are cheap here, but expensive somewhere else. Oh, oh. that makes sense. But I mean, no, I, I was like really impressed with the thought he would put into things, and he knew what the fuck to do with his price range. So I'm like, fuck it. If I want to do some five star Michelin shit, I'll pay for you because it's the shit I like. You've made it work enough, but. I couldn't keep it going with this dude because I was like, I see how it works. Like yeah. when I'm with my bitches, we do, I'll get the drinks for one bar. You get it for the second exactly. bar. If he can't even think like that, no. it's just tacky to me. Yeah. Um, so I want to dive into myths of feminism. Um, I'm glad we had that conversation. I want you guys to like join in the combo with us, share how you feel about it. Um, yeah. So myth number one. Feminists hate men and are anti-men. Uh, so, like, I've got the bell hooks here. Um, shout out to my homegirl, Gila. She sent this book in the mail to me, and I fucking love it. I want to read this excerpt that I really like. Um, Without men as allies in, uh, in the struggle of feminist movement, we will not progress. Uh, as it is, we have to do so much work to correct the assumption deeply embedded in the cultural psyche that feminism is anti-male. Feminism is anti-sexism. A male who is divested of male privilege, who has embraced feminist politics, is a worthy comrade in the struggle, in no way a threat to feminism, whereas a female who remains embedded to the idea of sexist thinking that men are bullshit. She didn't write that, um, but you know what I'm saying. And basically thinking and infiltrating that the feminist movement shouldn't include men is a dangerous threat. Women that act like that. Mm. And I really like that because it kind of makes me think, too, about like when people talk about not liking white allies that mm. are popular and out there. You know, like mm. I really do believe we need white people to sit at them tables and I won't have a seat at. And well, talk how did Obama get in office? Not all not just by black people. Right. I mean, if you want to take it there. Like, no, I mean, it's just. Right. 13% of us, right? Maybe 15 now. I don't know. Yeah. Like, as far as in the country. But yeah. for women, I really like yeah. that. Like, I'm not anti-men at all. Which, so what you're saying is, I, cause, because I see it on the timeline a lot on Twitter, yeah. that a lot of people assume that women who are feminists or all for female power automatically are a niggas ain't shit. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. Mm -hmm. Like wanting women to have rights, wanting women to be empowered, yeah. wanting the sexual liberation of women to just own themselves doesn't automatically mean niggas ain't shit. Right. And I don't know why men, I guess, can't see that we can uplift ourselves and still want them because like niggas, when be I like, niggas ain't shit it's because y'all be cheating. Like, y'all, I mean, y'all be ain't shit because you be fucking much hoes. Like, that's the shit I be kind of like talking about but like, not for a second when I talk or joke about that am I ever against men I love men I love my male friends I love male energy I'm getting ready for some dick right now <laughs> but remember yeah, like, me baby when you see feminism <laughs> on someone's shit don't just you know think you've got to run and Zara, be like this bitch is too cheap, much oh, my bad no it's alright sorry girl my nail glue spilled all of my purse so I got a receipt for $8 stuck to my goddamn um thing but my bad no so I it's funny because the feminism movement right now, niggas hate, and I don't know why. Like, do I they? Think, I, I see a lot of men who hate that. Like, I think it's because of propaganda on TV. Like, listen, a good friend of mine, I fuck with him hard, and a lot of people don't, is Andrew Schultz. Hell who yeah. Totally. I mean, I don't know who that is. Hell yeah, what? <laughs> a lot of niggas. People will literally question why we keep bringing him on the show or Who's why we're friends. I mean, honestly, it ain't that much. More people like love and his no, episode is great. Know, but I'm saying people Who still question us he's a lot of ourselves. But uh, he does it in, in his skits. He'll, he'll make jokes about <laughs> feminism, right? And so that idea of it, though, 
is that you know women are he's like he'll say like it's always ugly women or they always look this way and blah 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 blah. but that is really what people believe because that's what we see it's only funny because we know we really see that shit we see the idea of feminism looking that way so I want you guys to all understand I'm a feminist I bought some titties I didn't I, I like it I shave I wax like I like wearing lipstick I don't feel like feminism has a look and I think that thinking that it's just one way is really the problem. Is there uh, any other myths about what? feminism? I think another myth with feminism is that um, we don't need it anymore. Um, that I would love to talk about. A lot of people feel like, oh, like, how the fuck can you, you know, really be a feminist when you're getting paid well? Oh, you're out here, you're an entrepreneur, you're doing your thing, like, but you're a feminist, like, what's really wrong? And so what a lot of people don't understand is that take aside wage gap, take aside housewives, all of that shit. I live in New York City. I literally have been outside for maybe a total of 10 minutes today going train to train and four niggas have catcalled me. Uh, how do you think that fucking makes me feel? Do you, does everyone just assume I like it? That is some fucking bullshit. That to me is anti-feminism thinking just because a nigga compliments me, I like it. The fucking war against sex workers right now. That's where we need feminism. Look at Alabama abortions. That's where we need feminism. Like there's all over the world, especially, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my bad. And this is where we live. I mean, it's all over the world. I want to talk to you know about that, too, because I feel like that is a huge fucking myth that we don't need it. You know, stop thinking so fucking small. And even women, too, that kind of feel like it's bullshit when women march in the streets. Everyone has, in my opinion, when they speak on feminism, a different idea of what it means to them or a situation. You just talked about one with music, right? Like Mm -hmm. when you were growing up, I I don't know what Mandy's is. I I know when I think of mine, it's definitely being over-sexualized and hyper-sexualized. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I hate that shit. I hate when people tell us we're doing well because we're cute. No, mm-hmm. nigga, people can't see us right now. I mean, sure, there's YouTube, but like our podcast is because our content is good. Yeah. It's not because we're cute. You know, because cute, y'all bitch. putting in the hours. Yeah, yes. I don't know. It's weird because I guess yeah. Like this is every time we talk about feminism, I get kind of quiet because I just I still don't really understand it. I'm here for women's rights. I'm here for sexual liberation and the women empowerment. But to me, it's completely different. Like I don't think about niggas at all. Like to me, women empowerment is, and it's why I say I have the best friends ever. Like women empowerment to me is me and my friends being on the phone for hours about how we're going to grow our businesses or just uplifting each other, constantly being around other women. Like, so to me, like Mm -hmm. me having so many female friends right now, like, and I have so many, that to me is feminism. That to me is me being able to be with a bitch who may look better than me and just be like, bitch, do that shit. And just constantly uplifting every woman that I'm around. Um, that to me is feminism like just me being in it totally uh, like it's always like around women and that's like it's it's weird because I was even just telling my friends I don't know if I want a boyfriend right now because I just am not really around a lot of testosterone mm-hmm. like outside of fucking the nigga I fuck like I don't even have as many male friends as I had at one time it's literally nothing but bitches and I'd be like bitch I'm sick of y'all like nah but I'm just constantly around women I'm, I want to see the women around me grow and at any time I meet a woman who's in this space I'm like how can we work together and I've just built so many friendships because it's literally just that's feminism to I me I think it's great that you mentioned that phone call because a lot of men assume that female bonding has to do over the distaste for men and no! not even close like when I get on the phone like my I mean, girl that sent me this book you know what I mean like Women. And I think it's important to like kind of what you just said, like you don't you don't have like your idea of feminism or maybe you don't even have a like a 
umbrella term for it. Right, I you know. know, like you're living, you're walking, you're breathing it. And I think that's really important right. to know. Like you, these small gestures, like it doesn't have to be, you don't have to march in the street. You know, you like you don't. don't. I ain't getting locked up. I don't be marching. Right. So like, like me. I ain't a lot like protest. That's cool. I, I ain't protesting. I ain't getting locked up. I don't want to be holding the sign. My arms gonna hurt. I ain't, I don't work out like that. But like um, supporting no. women and yeah. wanting to like that's just network. Me. That is in my own that personal life. Feminism. The, yes, that's right. what I do. But like to be confused about it I think it's also just because you're not sure because we look at everyone's different idea and we're like oh am I being a feminist like what am I doing actively and blah 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 it could be personal but I think it's just making the conscious um, decision to see women right like and and, and, and and acknowledge that there are struggles that they have too i.e. the catcalling thing you know sticking up for women when you see them out uh, taking care of the women in your life and as far as taking care of I mean emotionally you know making sure that you're checking in and I'm speaking to men right now because I think girls kind of just innately do it with each other but like yes call your sisters call your homegirls see if they're good you know I mean stop pushing to the side feminism because you think it's one way just like you might have even mentioned walking the street just because you won't do that doesn't mean that you're not a feminist right. or it doesn't mean that you can't sit here and ride for women too like we all have to find I think our way of feminism and I mean shit most of the feminism I do I believe is on the show sticking up for women right and it's like okay how else can I do it like and yeah. be active on expressing yourself being able to talk about sex freely and in a fun way like I mean it's uh, the the episode with the the two guys <laughs> on here with the toe licking. That was fun. Come on, I, I mean all that. That I was fun, that was fun. and it and, and it should be like that, right? And I and I really appreciate those guys for being super open and shit yeah. like that. But um, I also want to talk like briefly just about intersectional feminism um, to the white listeners we have, all twenty six of you. I don't know, um, but I do appreciate white people listening to this show. I feel like you're already on the white path. Or, on the white path. <laughs> right. The white listeners are already on the white path. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> the right. Not. The, the, the white right. <laughs> I feel like you're on the right path to like trying and like moving forward with it. But just remember to include other women. Trans right? women. Trans women. Trans women. Mm-hmm. Black women. Latina women. All of us. Not just yourselves. Um, I'm always super impressed when I go to a protest and I'll see like a white girl that like has a sign about black women or something else. And it's just like she just wants to get red. Like a lot of white people feel that guilt. And listen, if you do feel that guilt, right, just like I'm talking about right now, find a way to help another kind of woman other than yourself in any way that you can. And take yourself out of it. Yes. Don't make it about Just you. help. Just don't don't talk about it. Don't, you know, like, don't make it about you. Just do it. I actually stopped Instagram, taking Instagram stories and posting protests because I felt that it looked too try hard and not genuine because that's the vibe sometimes I get from going to protest. When I see white girls out there I'm sorry to say it but I have felt that way like it just kind of feels like it's like a picture-esque thing and there's no real meaning behind it I think 
maybe in this era of social media, I think that's even why I, um, aside from not wanting to get locked up and just be in the mix, but to me, the protest now has be has become very um, click like not clickbait, but like um, clout chasing almost. Like where oh my god, this is a thing, and I'm fighting for a cause. Let me go walk. And yes. honestly, they're out there just taking pictures with their signs. It's all becoming like things just to go viral or to be posted it's on literally online. Literally, when so you're walking, like sometimes yeah. I don't know if like any of you have ever seen this or ever walked or whatever, but like. I'll be walking, talking to someone. We'll just be like collecting our thoughts, and like literally, you're you have to like take a step because someone's posting taking it, taking a picture, taking yeah. a picture, it's or on their phone. Posting. And it's like engage in this shit, bro. Like understand what we're doing, understand why we're out here. Like this is my purpose. Like I'm I'm doing this for you and other people. But like yeah. you do, and that's the weird thing because if we do post it. Other people do want to become a part of something. Mm-hmm. But for me right now, it's just been a weird place to like post that shit. I don't know. I agree. You know, it's, it's hard. It feels like you need fucking accolades just to fucking say, hey, I'm out here for the girls. You spent more time making that sign that you really than you really have, like being out here for bitches, in my opinion. And I say bitches with all respect. Um, but anyway, I also thought it would be good to like kind of end this before we get into our whole mail by talking about a guy in our life that we or a man maybe anyone we know personally each that has um we feel is feminist or been in support of us all my sugar daddies that's feminist well like even with the show like um and i damn i don't want to call them sugar daddies because they listen to the show so my friends (laughs) um (laughs) like even they like there's one who came to a few of the shows. He came to two of the shows during this leg, but he also was like, listen, I just want to support you. So he paid for my hotel rooms in Houston. Um, And then the other one that I mentioned when I started this show, he was super into um, just supporting. And I said, I wanted to get into the editing. He bought my MacBook pro just because I was like, and Chris came over and I was like, I don't know how to do this. Can you help teach me? But he's just been supportive all the way. He sent me this other thing. Like anytime he finds anything about podcasting and stuff like that, um, he sends it. And literally it's so odd because they've all seen me grow from like literally needing them to now just them wanting to just show support. They're like, I know you don't need anything anymore. So them investing themselves into me and being here for what we do, like them even being okay with sharing my, our sexual escapades. And they'll literally send me snaps and stuff like them of uh, them listening to my show in the car. And That's I'm dope. like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. you're listening. Uh. It's great. But, like, to see just the supporting that, like, what we're doing. You've had like a romantic relationship with and they listen to all your business no but but supporting it in this way where we're Mm -hmm. being completely open about sucking dick and it ain't theirs because they know when it's when i'm talking about them and when i'm not so just having like people who support what we do we feel that we are um a podcast where we empower other women we talk about sexual liberation Mm -hmm. and we're doing it in kind of a taboo fashion and so to have men who i have been intimate with not shame me and not look down on me but literally be like you're a super star like what you're doing is making a difference and i'm so proud of you that to me is is means more than anything for men to support what what we're doing yeah what about what about you i think i'll look closer oh right um i mean my husband simon is just like been a huge supporter of what i do and taught me a lot about you know now for those of you who haven't looked her up yet 
Mars has a bunch of pictures <laughs> with her gorgeous kid hanging from her titty all over the world. You've taken these pictures. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I want you to yeah. talk about that a little bit, like being and just with being, your body. And, yeah. And just like, and kind of to like, very similar to what you're saying, like, ha- like being with somebody where I could just be myself. That's so important. You know what? I could, so I could important. be naked. I could wear what I want without feeling shamed. I could whatever you know I could be myself and I and I I never thought I would get married I never thought that this is how my like my trajectory would be mm-hmm. and um and it could only have worked with somebody who allowed me to like move the way I move That's and dope. like be free and it takes a very secure man to yes. be with a woman who is so um, invested in her sexuality and like open about it like just men don't know what to do with that because we always attach that people don't know what to do with that you're a hoe you're a slut right. like people you're right I'm yeah. sorry but um and I think Maybe the pressure from men specifically, though, has hindered women from yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try to say maybe a friend and a lover. So two friends come to mind, a dude named Juan. I know from Orlando, and I know I don't text you back all the time, and I'm really sorry, but I'm really grateful for the text messages that you send me about how proud you are of me. Um, and another friend, AJ, um, he was saying to me once, a friend of mine, when we were in LA and we were eating, he was like, yo, everybody used to like, talk shit to me like when I was hanging out with you they'd be like yo that girl's crazy she's a hoe she's this and that and he was like now niggas write me when I'm with you and they're like how do you know easy and it was like crazy to hear that like knowing someone over 10 years and they say that shit Mm -hmm. and he's never told me that people said that to him when he was my friend but it's just funny how the tables turn so to know that there's a man in my life that like brushed that shit by platonic friendship and like still was like nah that's my bitch you know Um, and then I'll give a shout out to someone I'm fucking I guess beard bait it's a guy I've been dating for a few months and like so Mm -hmm. fucking dope this nigga is like such a he made a joke once that he was like a fan and like I really feel that like knowing that he be listening to our show or like, yeah, I just got done and coming to one of my shows and like anytime we meet someone just piping me up. It's so fucking dope. Like almost more than I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. Just being excited about me and Mandy, just like calling me to tell me how great things are, or how he loves these clips. Like even when I'm talking about other niggas. You got to be a really secure motherfucker to do that. And then tell a friend in their face, like, yo, she'd be telling this story about this nigga. And da, 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 da. But I'm with him. It's like, so refreshing. Oh, my God. Like, like being able to be open with somebody, honest with somebody, like with yourself. It's so refreshing. And women have always associated to like possessiveness with men caring about you. Mm-hmm. Men acting a little crazy with them caring about you or men wanting you to themselves or not showing anybody anything is like them caring. Because I've had someone tell me like, he let you do that. He don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. Right. You know, stop thinking that. Men, let the women that you're with open themselves up a little more and be comfortable enough around you to love you more. I really think that shit is important. So before we get out of here, I think there is a good uh, question I, I kind of want for you because, you know, you just told us you had an ex and got married. <laughs> I just got dumped. I'm ready to move on quick. However, even when lots of guys willing to hook up, I'm terrified and I always back out. Should I wait until the breakup is less fresh or should I just push myself out there? Thanks for being my best friends through this hard time. Mm. How do you guys feel? It's a very simple question, but I like that. Do you heal from the breakup? 
do you start going out? What do you guys think about that? What is the use of what makes you feel good, but it's not, I, I want it like makes you feel good, but hopefully like in the healthiest way that you can, because breakups can be hard. Um, but look, I was in a, not a good place when I broke up with, with my ex and that shit just can't like, it was just like came blind, blindsided, spotted, whatever. I'm, I mean. So I'm big with, with energy. And mm-hmm. so I feel like one of the worst things you can do when you have all of these emotions and you're sad and you're upset that it didn't work out and you're doing all this. One of the worst things you can do is try to hide those emotions by being around other people, mm-hmm. because what you actually do is you exert though that that energy to the other person well you're masking your all of pain the, yeah, with yeah, just being around other else. people yeah. and so i don't like that i have also been around people who either had just gotten out of a breakup and things like that and little do you know even though you're in the company of someone else you bring up a lot of the mm-hmm. things that happened because you feel like you want to vent you want to get project. over it and you project a lot and yeah. like i said with just the energy of being around somebody i think and it's what I've said in a past episode, in order to find happiness in other people, you first have to find yeah. happiness within yourself. So if you can't genuinely be happy in your own space or in your own home or in the room by yourself or at work, if you're genuinely not happy with where you are, you can't at all expect to find mm-hmm. happiness from someone else. And I think oh, sit sorry. with your pain. Like, yes, like I, I feel, was just going to say it. Like sit with your pain feel a lot of feeling. times. Like you need that pain to like, in order to heal, in it's order just not to... fair to someone else. Yeah, Green. have you? I mean, I'm sure we've all yeah. like dated someone that like was kind of not talking really. about. I just be in situationships in real life, but I mean, <laughs> I've been with someone that like had some past I don't like know what shit, I broke up for or real, they weren't real. like all the way broken up, and I felt like it was baggage into what I had with them. Mm-hmm. That do be having it like that's niggas what I remember. We, we all broke up, but they not like the breaks. Like mm-hmm. fucking let yeah. go of that shit, bro. Like mm-hmm. don't bring that to me. Like give me the honor of being with someone that's ready for this shit. That's and find thing. find other things that make you happy. happy. Like Hello. you could you could find like I this could, you could like really turn your pain into like what motivates you to like be the next like big thing. Oprah, in your life. bitch, right? Right. I think that's the best thing to say about that find other things that make you happy Mm -hmm. because you don't have to find happiness in other people other relationships like find it in a hobby and that's why I haven't been dating I feel like um, for a little bit well not only have I been really really busy but like for such a a long time especially with the online dating just a lot of dates that I went on was just bad mm-hmm. and I was like not only am I wasting time I just want to spend think- time around people that make me happy um, and I know I'm happy so why am I wasting time with niggas that is just whack yeah. so I, yeah. I actually I've been cussing out all my friends I'm like I blame them for why I'm single right now I'm like bitch we just went on tour I was around friends the entire tour I'm planning trips I went to the fucking dream like every weekend I've I've done I'm making plans with my friends and I'm like y'all the reason I'm single because I'm so happy but I'm even happier around y'all that now I have no time to date I don't want to be around niggas unless I'm getting fucked but that's honestly when but you like, end up finding someone like uh, I'm waiting all, all my friends still like trying to have me connect when them, you I'm when like, you grow your circle oh and you're like your your life around different shit and you schedule that shit and you're like growing your own happiness from within mm-hmm. that shit works bro I always say like a great well, just one thing I was just thinking about the best bodies come from breakups. Like whenever I get broken up with, it's like immediate thing. I'm like hair or something changes or something. And then I'm in the gym like crazy. You did get real skinny after love a boy. Bitch, you was sad. 
That's when you and Alex was really in the gym, like, all the time. I know. <laughs> yo, because he was going through a breakup. And I was like, yo, fuck yo, it. Yo, Break up at the same time. That's right. Yeah. And, like, you know, it, it just it just happened. Look but at art. Look at everything that comes out of pain. Like, all the beauty that comes Adele out of pain. gave us shit. I, no, fuck a, the Confessions album. Lemonade. <laughs> Hello. Bell, that Bell Hooks talks about Lemonade. You might want to look that up after this. Ooh, I will. She goes in on Beyonce. Does she? Kind of crazy. Oh, what? Kind of yeah, crazy. Don't come for us. Don't come for us. Come for Bell Hooks, ho. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lemonade, I fucking loved because I was just saying to my mom in the car, we were talking about, um, I, I played Old Town Road for my mom and she loved it. She's like, Take you my horse to Old Town Road. I Right. Yo, the way I the kids react shit, to that song. Oh, that was so sweet. It was so, so cute. Was like, I was telling her, she was, and my mom was like, doesn't Beyonce have a country song? And I was like, Does yo, she? Daddy Lessons in Lemonade. I'm like, this bitch came out with an album, a visual album, a country song, all because a nigga ain't shit. I was, I'm telling you, heartbreak really fucking brings some shit, bro. Even Beyonce could get cheated on, so. Say they ain't shit. Well, I have no faith in anybody. Like, oh, literally. Halle Berry this is why I make the choice to be ethically non-monogamous and then, like just enjoy other people because I cannot be Beyonce well you said it in one of the uh, the last episodes like Lauren London said one of the best things like you don't possess people you experience them exactly. and so I think that that's like one of the best things I'd be experiencing niggas yeah mm-hmm. I sure do we, we have to stop putting so much ownership on people, on people. Mm-hmm. like that shit is in fucking including insane. men yeah. with women so again even with what you said just allowing women to be women and if you want to get a, a clear idea of feminism it's literally not feeling like we shouldn't do anything it's allowing us to be who we are to experience ourselves to learn the same the same you know, privilege that men have, that's what feminism is. It's literally you not saying a woman shouldn't, couldn't, you know, do anything, but just allowing us to kind of just be our own human being. And and that's actually a really good thing, what you said. So when you were saying gender roles, right, you're saying you agree with them. Mm-hmm. You agree I feel with like them. I want to do that. Right. Yeah. You do. And you made that choice. Not because the dude is saying you should. That I should. So yeah. like that is also a choice too to be in that role. But mm-hmm. if a woman doesn't want it, don't sit here and tell me I'm less of a woman because I don't do laundry and I don't cook for niggas and da da da. Not saying that's me, but there are a lot of women like that. And if if that's her choice, and there's a man for her too. Because not every nigga need that. Well, we didn't have the whole episode. Y'all came for us, um, BK Chat, when she was like, I got my pussy, that's all he need. And we, at that point in the show, we couldn't understand, like, bitch, all you're offering to a nigga is your pussy? Well, here's the thing, though. Wait, what? Yeah. The the statement (laughs) that she made. (laughs) The statement that she made. I don't even think we have to put cooking, cleaning, shit, house shit out of it. Like, if you're saying a dude should be just happy with your pussy, I think it's dismissive to a person because... Yeah, that too. First off, like... I'm gonna be real with you. People, since I've like had scissors, who's my shorty, like on my gram, like more frequent, women are throwing way more pussy at me. And they be making me think like, they be like, yo, I bet you want to tell you did it. And they'll send me pictures. I'm like, bitch, you think other bitches don't wanna fuck me? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Girl tried to kiss me at our live show in LA, like on the fucking mouth. Nah. Like, boundaries. And to me, I really hate when people put so much fucking like, don't get me wrong like value your body and know you're the shit but like don't really sit here and think your pussy is that gold that like 
that's all you need. But not only that, they they and view, that's what I got from that. They episode. View, but even the feminism like ways like we got Meg the Stallion. Shout out to me. Uh, uh, y'all yes. know she didn't come on horrible decisions. But yes. there's been a video going around where she was like just performing and a girl slapped her ass and Megan turned around like. But even as women of you know sexual liberation and women empowerment, you need to allow. Just because you're a woman, I, wish, I, you I am so glad we talked wow. about this. Yes, because I didn't think to they, talk they, about they that. Ask, but women are ask. violating us. No, they've been violating us all tour. I will say there's been a quite quite a few women have asked. I love can when I they ask. Can I grab your ass? Can I touch your tits? They've been wanting to touch me and Weezy, and a lot of them do ask. But there have been times where and then we you both get were to just choose. Like, we get to choose if they can or not, and it depends right. on our mood. Um, but a lot of women still have otherwise just grabbed us without asking. And it's just like a little weird. Like, you know, the no. men that have came. I, I like I have to be like I, I can't believe I'm even saying this. Any man that has come to the show has been so kind during meet and greet. Yeah, they have. Like, yo, Mandy, I'm like, can I take can I take a fit? Can I touch your booty? Like, is it cool? And like, totally like accepting if she says no. Yeah. But like, the girls, are like, hey! the girls have been ready. Look, if you ever get pregnant, it's crazy. That's a whole nother That's, conversation. Oh, see, like the touching, That's so crazy. Like yo, oh, you're touching your stomach and shit. Like, fuck. Yes. just walk, like just walking up. To, no, like. People you don't know. Excuse. So I had to like build this armor around me when I was pregnant with my daughter because like people think that you, like, you don't want that just, energy. No. Touching your goddamn child. What the no. fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's so I believe crazy. That. I believe that. I, I want to bring up one thing that I, that I actually had in here as a myth. You've been saying that all, all episode. <laughs> I want to bring up one more thing. Because I have, so, one many, more, one I have thing, so many fucking one, thoughts on feminism that are constantly like in my mind that you, I feel you, like I got people misconstrued. But one of the myths I had in there, I skipped over because of time, was feminists can't listen to rap. I want to just say, <laughs> fe- oh, damn, we can't have nothing. Female rap is so fucking important. And this is why we all have to make sure women, too, that we're not pitting rappers against each other. Right. Like, it's so important to have chase a nigga. I don't even chase liquor. Like, sorry. It's so fucking dope to talk about that shit. Men have been do doing it for so long. Like, I'm let's pussy. fucking talk about our own bodies with women. I love that shit. And like, worshipping our bodies and ourselves. Through, but it's not only men it. doing it either. It's women doing it too. Women are pinning each other against other women. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's women what I'm saying. are fucking like, doing Imagine how dope a Cardi and Nikki. Like, if oh, they came together. Looks, I mean, but Nikki's mad and secure, so she won't do it. But like, y'all imagine. Here for Nikki. Nikki's so okay, basic. Here's the truth. They become a they I definitely like put them together, but they did show us a little bit of Nikki that she's basic. But I do kind of feel bad when they compare looks and shit like that with these women because I've never seen them do that with niggas. And it's over over sexualizing women, just like they wanted to do with you. And it sucks. It's like, goddamn, let the girl rap. Like talking about Meg the Stallion's body, like, which is sick. Her body is bomb. I mean, <laughs> right, we ain't talking about how big your gaudy forehead is and that shit's fucking huge. <laughs> we like these ugly it's ass huge. niggas rap and they be like, ooh, he, he not even cute. Bruh. That shit go way back here. <laughs> like, we gotta start calling them niggas out. Let's pin them against each other. Uh, so, it out. Hey, hey, Ava DuVernay hey, tweeted this shit. Hey, she said, to be a woman who loves hip hop at times is to be in love with your abuser. Ava DuVernay said that in 2015. Oh, wow. And so, I, wait, to what? To, to love be, a rapper is to be in no, love no, with a To abuser. be in love with hip hop is Same to shit. love your abuser sometimes. That's what she wrote. To be a woman that loves hip hop. Yeah. And I don't 
there's a really good hip hop feminist book that you might like. It's called um, When the Hens Come Home to Roost or something when like that. When the Hens Come Home to Roost? Something like that. I'll check it out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's why I put Problematic Feminist because I've had so many people in my messages when I like post nasty ass songs like, wow, but like it's talking about bitches and hoes. That's fine. Tip like, drug. Let Listen, me I be make my choice to drug. pop my pussy. Say that shit. Ma'am. So fuck it. I'm problematic as fuck then because y'all like to be called a slut when I'm getting fucked. That, that, that's the one word. <sighs> I can't do bitch, but I can do slut. I like bitch, but I don't want to. But be didn't slut. she? But didn't she slut direct like Jay Z and Beyonce's music video? Yeah, but I'm, I'm assuming like she said. She said sometimes like oh, women in hip hop sometimes. So I'm assuming like the hip hop that's like oh, against women. Oh well, I love it now, especially city girls. The book, and the book is called When Chicken Heads Come Home to Roost. Oh, when chicken when chicken heads come home to roost. That's like, like cute as fuck. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I ain't know. Oh, no. I was thinking. So back in the day, like we used to do like um, we had basketball teams. This was like elementary school and we could come up with our own names and we named ourselves the Project Chicks. But I didn't know what that meant back then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when the song was out. Give me a Project Chick. And I was like, I didn't know it was a bad thing until people were like, you want to be called what? And I was like, give me a hood rat. No. OK, well, that's what I wanted to be called was Project Chicks back in the day. But this, I also wanted my dream car Damn, was, was my an shit? Impala with chameleon paint job and rims so don't judge me okay Okay. Florida shit sorry oh you from Florida yeah so I didn't know what a project was that's up here I know what a project was we call it the the hood yeah there were no jacks there were no jacks like that like (laughs) (laughs) we got buildings tall like niggas still live in houses in the hood Like nice house, damn, that's some Florida shit, bitch. That house, them hood ass houses in Pine Hills. Bitch. Oh boy, imagine in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, no, like so. You know, you still have a yard in the hood, right. so it's just like you know, same in California. Yeah, you know, so it's like a residential I suburb. I, I like, know what the fuck a project crazy, was, but then it's hood. Look but, at baby boy, that nigga got a backyard, bitch. <laughs> She was. A, she had our garden and the tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, where can our listeners find you if they're interested in following you and your your photos um, and everything you do? Instagram, Marzy Jane, M A R Z Y Jane, MarzyJane dot com. Okay. Any projects like? Yeah, I, I wrote a baby book. Oh, it's nice! You. Um. What else? Yeah, I'm doing a lot of stuff with the magazine. Um, the last issue we did, I interviewed Solange. I saw that shit. It was cute. Um, yeah, I'm working on a documentary. Um, Damn. So, well, we'll keep you guys updated. Yeah. Um, the magazine, also the books in which we referenced during this episode, we'll go ahead and put in the description. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to thank you for coming in. Yeah, and as you did. guys know, we want to give thank a huge you. shout out to all of our patrons. Um, because of you, we were able to do the tour. Um, and so if you guys are not yet or if you guys are already caught up on all of our episodes and you can't get enough of Weezy and I and all of our great guests that we have on the show, please become a patron at patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. That's how you're going to find it because we do have an 18 plus setting so we don't pop up in the search. Um, but for just $5 a month, you guys get three bonus episodes at the top tier of $15. We give you guys the opportunity to have merch. We are looking to possibly start a store as well. Be in the look um, for that to come. But you still will only be able to get T-shirts for now if you are a patron. So again, our patron shirts, the ones that you've seen, we will not be selling those shirts. Those are never going to be purchased. Those are, never, like, yeah. those are only going to be for people that are patrons of the show. So, so if you see them, you know. Yeah, we want to thank you all so much. And as always, we're going to leave you guys with a clip from one of our bonus episodes. Um, but we want to thank Mars for coming into thank the studio today. Me. And this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. 
That's it for today's show. You're about to enjoy one of our Patreon clips. But we did want to once again give a big thanks to our sponsors, True and Company, that best-selling True Body Collection in over 70 wire-free options. You'll want them all. It's an amazing bra. Six years of collecting data from 7 million women to make a game changer. Trueandco.com slash horrible. 15% off on your first bra with them. You can lounge in it, work out in it, wear it as a fucking top like I did this weekend. Whatever. Just send me the DM me the picture of your titties in it. I, I would appreciate that. Use the code horrible. 15% off. But I do want the tip picks in return. Thanks. It's bonus bitch. Oh, it's hey, on? y'all. Yeah, it's on. We are starting. I'm high as fuck. We just did an episode with <laughs> some girls that have a podcast about tripping on shit. And I'm high as fuck. Fuck. You know what I mean? Um, well, hey, guys. It's another bonus episode. Before we start, I want to shout out to all of you who have supported our brand. Um, y'all y'all are real ones. Y'all really are. Um, oh, also, um, shout out to Dread. I have the picture. Oh, we got to sign We're gonna it. We're going to sign it. Harvey? Dread, yes. Um, thank you for getting us. Somehow we finally got our mail, which we have a very hard I'm time getting get our mail. I'm about to get a We can start getting shit sent Because there. it was almost impossible. But Dread, shout out to you. Um, we're going to be sending your signed photo back. Thank you for being a longtime supporter of us, um, as always. So before we start, everybody else I, like, what about me, bitch? I'm I know. Y'all. Yeah. Uh, but before we start, I guess we're going to start up with a, a quick catch up because the last few, um, we did have a couple solo bonus episodes. So now Weezy and I are back in the motherfucking studio. And I guess do you have what, what you want to catch up. Real quick, with them all. Anything um, new? I went to Miami with Bearded. We, God, we had a long ass vacation. We got along great. Um, I feel like I should tell all this on the regular episode. Saw Diza Samero. That was lit. Got some new dick. Been on some dates. I've been on a roll, dog. You got a lot going on. I've just been like really trying to um, take in the open relationship energy because when I'm falling for someone, it's very hard for me to. St- or or, or uh, stay on that path of like, oh, let, let's explore because I'm so in love in that moment. Right. But now that the dust has settled and I just know, like, we're there. Like, I'm in a really comfortable spot. It'll be like almost knowing him a year coming up soon and dating her for a while. So like, now I just know where we are. And now I'm like, okay, now I can open myself up to new experiences because I'm now not weird about saying them. Bringing another negative hedonism was where I really thought there'd be an issue. And we all had such a great talk about it. Like, both of them were just super chill, and they're like, why would you be nervous about it? Good, because you were freaking out like a motherfucker. Mainly because once he couldn't go, I felt like it was really fucked up for a trip we've all been planning for six months to bring another nigga. Right. But, like, they made their little funny comment about it, and then it was like, look, like, we get how you feel about us. How how can you... I don't know. How can we sit here and preach that we're going to be open and care about each other and love each other and fuck other people and then shit on you for bringing someone else? No, that makes sense. You might be able to get a little mild jealousy, but it's fucked up to do it that way. So that makes sense. I'm glad we got there. Um, um I, I, I mean, that makes, I guess that's a lot. So y'all are here, I guess, more about oh, I got a new um, Miami, new Old day, all of that. Y'all going to, y'all going to hear, I guess, on a regular episode. I wanted to bring up, um, two things. Um, I guess the first one is how I feel cursed right now. Um, I have not had new dick all year, but I, I, uh, I've had dick other than 24 seven that I've, but like dick from the past. I haven't had new dick since New Year's Eve. Um, other than that, 
I have just really been fucking 24-7 for the last four months. He is the only dick I've taken into my vagina and my mouth. And actually, no, not my mouth. I did give head in L.A., but that was it. We didn't fuck. Um, that was it? Why? Yeah, because he, that's long. one of my little Mary Boos, and he didn't really, he's, the condom just was affecting his performance. Oh, so you would have fucked. Yeah, but it just, he just didn't really want to wear a condom. He wasn't in the mood and just wouldn't stay hard in was the condom. Was he asking you not to? Like- um, we just didn't even have that conversation. He was just like, it's the condom. And that's, and I was like, it's okay, it's fine. Um, but so outside of that, I've literally only been able to fuck 24 seven. Why have you, have you only been able to, you said um, it like your pussy is rejecting. Other you know, names. I feel like my mind is rejecting other people. I think I'm maybe over vetting, um, as far as I want to be sure that we would be compatible if I have sex with someone else because I'm having such amazing sex with him. And also I know that I don't want a whole bunch of casual sex partners. I am looking for maybe a partner. So it's like, if you're not looking to be my boyfriend or you're not kinky as I want you to be, I genuinely don't see the purpose in fucking you. But do you think that like you could be blocking your blessings by not letting it get there first? Like, I know, I know, like I don't, to me, I I genuinely am like, I either want to be super kinky and nasty with you and have that vice explored with you because I don't get, I don't get to peg or finger. No, no, no. But you said like, unless you're going to be my boyfriend. Right. So like, but to me, our conversation doesn't need to be all about sex. If you really want a relationship with me. So to me, I just, I understand. You're not meeting anyone that's, I'm not meeting anyone that I even really want to fuck in real life. So speaking of, Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.